Welcome to Island Sky Astro, a podcast that inspires the present day visionary to live their best life. What's up, Gemini? We are going to be diving into your horoscope for this month. If you're here for the first time, my name is Island Sky. I focus on astrology with the numerology. We are going to be diving into what this month has in store for you. And let me just show you here real quick on the screen what we're going to be talking about. For you, Gemini, this month, we are going to be going to dive right into your numerology and why that is important, what themes come with it. We're also going to be talking about the Mercury transit, the moon transit and why that is important. And I'm also going to be walking, you know, through some additional transits that I believe are going to be worth mentioning for this month. The first thing I want to talk about is your numerology. You do have two numbers that are uh, actually playing for you, playing out for you this month, and that is number 11 and 48. Number 11, let's start with that. This is about restoring balance. Many of you feel um, that you have to restore balance this month. This is something that is going to come up, and it looks like for many of you, you are wanting to kind of release a responsibility, an extra responsibility, or you have been released from an extra responsibility and you start out this month, you know, just kind of feeling like you want to restore some freedom or feeling like you want to move however you want to move through your life without feeling like there is a restriction around any of it. Number 48 is basically you craving total freedom from any kind of negative vibes. This is a time where, you know, there is a lot that is going to come up in regards to this theme that I just mentioned, craving total freedom in the way in which you're communicating. <laughs> so there is a, a little bit of a back and forth of what you should say, what you shouldn't say this month. There is sort of a back and forth that is going to come up, but creative problem solving is going to be one of the themes this month and kind of showing you how to do the things that you're focused on right now in a new way or whatever you're into at the moment, how can you go about it in a new way that frees up your, you know, frees up any kind of, you know, pent up energy or negative energy. So the key highlight is going to be focusing on what makes you feel good. Okay, if it doesn't make you feel good right now, this might not be a commitment that you can hold up. This is something that is going to come up. And if you feel amazing, if you feel like this brings up a good energy, you feel positive about it, then no doubt, you know, there's going to be opportunities for you to continue on with growth in anything that makes you feel good. But it has to spiritually also align with you. It has to feel good. It has to align with you. And if you do, no questions about it, this month is going to turn out to become sort of a little bit of a reset, okay, for many of you. Now, let's pop up the chart. I want to show you what is happening in your chart and dive right into what's happening in the beginning of the month. And that is Mercury enters Taurus, okay? Mercury enters Taurus and what you see on the chart right over here is a snapshot of mid-month, what the chart looks like. Mercury moves into your 12th house. And this is an interesting time because Mercury here is going to spend some time for you to work out your ideas around the meaning of things for you. Now, it also has to do a lot with you being a lot more in tune with yourself. This is when you're starting to realize like, things about your own self, about your own, you know, faith and spirituality, and also 
just about your personality. And there could be moments that come up here all throughout the month of April where you start to realize, you know, is this something you want to kind of say anything or contribute anything in words? Or is this something that you are wanting to maybe not put your opinion towards? Because there is a part of you that's going to become more highly um, sensitive to understanding that it might be something, whatever it is, whatever information you hold that could be valuable to a situation, is this going to be used against you, okay? There is that kind of a thing that could come up with this Mercury, you know, Taurus transit. Now, you get the first kind of sense to this when Mercury starts to square Pluto at zero. Mercury is in your 12th house. Pluto just moved into your ninth house. So this has to do with religion, with spirituality, meaning of life. This has to do with you just seeing the bigger picture of what really you want to bring more out within you, okay? That is sort of the start. There's more to come because Pluto just left your eighth house and went into the ninth house. And you are going to be thinking about what you want to expand, what you're into right now. But it has also to do with your own sort of faith in your spirituality because the 12th house is the house of spirituality. The 12th house is also the house of the cosmos, you know, God consciousness. And so there's things that come up here that you're starting to realize that want to come out. They want to come forth. This is something that you're wanting to release, right? Because Pluto is here at zero in your ninth house, which is the house of philosophy, the house of the bigger picture, the house of expanding your mind. And so something is trying to release, okay? And you're wanting this to come out. There's like a craving for you to feel free again. But Taurus over here slows it down in the sense that you have to be intentional, you have to be productive, you have to be, you have to be kind of deliberate with the way in which you're going about things because they can be so consequential. And also Mercury is right next to Uranus this month, which changes the dynamic of how you go about things because there could be a shock value here to either something that you're contributing in a conversation or the other way around. Okay, so you want to pay attention here because Mercury square Pluto is like, hey, we got to stay grounded. And you, yes, you could stay emotionless by you saying something that might really deeply rock, not only the other person, the situation, but also you. So you have to think deeply about it. And you know, there is sort of like a, like a situation that comes up here that you're starting to realize that that's, that's the reality of the situation. You know, I, I have to understand the limits with this and the limits within yourself, you know, how much you can trust right now with certain issues and patterns in your life that involve spirituality, that involve religion, that involve the meaning of, you know, things in your life. And so this is sort of like a moment where I think many of you are to slow down and assess the situation first, okay? For you, I feel like you need to just slow down the beginning of the month and just pay attention to what's happening and get in touch with your emotions during this time because this is like a house, the 12th house is a house where, you know, things can come from the unconscious to the conscious and you're like, okay, I have to deal with this. So think of protection, think of 
stuff that you can trust into, lean into. Those are the types of themes you want to pay attention to. Now, because you have number 11, and that is a moon-related degree, you want to pay attention to this particular full moon in Libra because this full moon in Libra is going to bring up issues that have to do with your heart space, but also have to do with friends and groups, social reputation, okay? In general, this is going to have to do with friends, okay? So so just pay attention to stuff that is coming up because, again, whatever it is that you're saying this month could really bring the value up or it could make a value crash. And that is something to pay attention to because it looks like, this is what I'm intuiting, okay? It looks like for many of you, you're holding a piece of information that is really important. <laughs> you know? So I feel like with this Pluto transit here as well, it could either open up the future or it could just sort of like you know, go in a direction that you don't want it to. And so you want to be mindful here. Okay. So pay attention to this, um, uh, Libra full moon because it is at 16 degrees and that is a highly intuitive number. And it also is a number, 16 degrees is a number that bring, brings kind of a change. And this change is in your social circle. Okay. So many of you, you can expect to kind of have change new incoming relationships and also old relationship dynamics that will kind of work out during this full moon period that will, you know, be highly entertaining and also exciting at the same time. Now, moving on to April 11th, Venus enters your sign. You know, that's going to be in your first house. So this is really, really exciting because it is bringing out, you know, uh, being social again, letting yourself live, you know, doing things where you're enjoying yourself, you know, grabbing that margarita with a friend, doing things that, you know, um, have, you know, the vibes of having fun. This is a really, really good time because you can attract, you know, situations into your life that feel like you can breathe again. You know, there's some oxygen behind it. And so it's an, it's an exciting time. That's what I'm seeing here with this Venus in Gemini. It is going to move all the way up to 22 degrees when you are finishing out April. So that means that there's a lot of forward movement when it comes to relationship dynamics and also just you connecting to new relationship dynamics that will be exciting and will bring further change, you know, kind of like a social time, you know, think of that. Now, the same day as Venus enters Gemini, immediately it trines Pluto at zero degrees. And where's Pluto again? It's in your ninth house, the house of philosophy, the house of religion, the house of seeing the bigger picture, the house even of publishing. And sometimes this can be the house of, of the outdoors. That's what I've noticed when I'm reading other people's charts. So Venus trining Pluto, it opens you up to maybe to some kind of a travel, some kind of a new thing that you had not considered in your life before. And it renews the energy here for you to maybe book that travel, you know, book that course and educate yourself on something so new or taking that leap of faith to move your life sort of in a direction that feels exciting at the moment. And it is totally worth your time. You know, it's like, if you feel passionate about it, should you pursue it? The answer is yes. As long as you can trust it and lean into it, the answer is yes. You know, this is sort of a, again, renewal energy. This is opening up to a whole nother side about life because the ninth house connects you to something outside of yourself 
that can open up your mind, open up your vision, open up your periphery, open up your the way in which you are connecting, you know, to people even. And so this is going to be a new territory that you're dabbling in. And it's a really nice energy. So if there's a pull for you to do something that is outside of the norm, I definitely say with what I'm seeing this month for you, it is totally worth pursuing it. You know, if you need to go on that retreat, the trip, this is the time to do it. April 11th, there is going to be a Sun-Jupiter conjunction the same day as Venus trines Pluto. It's going to be at 21 degrees and this is happening in your friendship house, your social circles, anybody that you feel connected to, where you feel a sense of belonging, that's what the 11th house is. And so this is a growth period. There's a new journey that is coming in. You are taking on a new journey where you are going to be doing something with people that think like you, they do the same thing like you, they're into the same thing. And it is a really nice energy. It's a growth period, not only for April, but also for the months to come. I love this energy. It's a supportive energy. So if there was any kind of conflicting energies before where you felt like you didn't know where things were going to go, especially in your social circle or you just not knowing where you belonged because of releasing certain responsibilities or moving through that space this month. This is going to be like, this is where it's going. This is really nice. You know, it's a party energy. Feel like you are uplifted again. That's the kind of energy we're looking at. And with the same at the same time, what we just talked about, a renewal in relationships in general and attracting really exciting things into your life. Like, it's amazing, right? Mid-month, there's this really nice energy that comes through and it feels like, you know, you're letting yourself live again. Now, the thing that I do want to point out this month that I thought it was very interesting is this last quarter moon. This particular last quarter moon is going to be in Capricorn. And let's talk about that because you just had Pluto leave the eighth house. And then this last quarter moon is coming in at 23 degrees into the eighth house. And this is when we're reflecting. This is when we're reflecting. You are taking a look at commitments and loyalties that you have been giving to situations and people where there is some kind of a commitment level that connected you on a monetary basis. Now, this could have been a contract or, you know, some kind of people that, you know, you were connected to. And I say connected to because I feel like this last quarter moon is releasing this for you, where you're starting to realize, okay, you've learned a lot from the situation. Why? Because 23 degrees is knowledge. You've gained knowledge. And what you've learned is now making you feel stronger. And you feel that you're equipped to deal with these types of situations in a better way. It could have also been a tie to someone that you were extremely intimate with, or someone that you had like a sexual connection to. Now, you know, it's like, we got to release this. We got to cut this loose. I'm seeing the bigger picture. I see where things are kind of headed. And I don't want to be in this negative space. This has, this has something to do with you changing the definition of loyalty and trust and feeling like you are equipped to kind of move forward and commit in a different level. So this is going to be really, really interesting. Definitely worth mentioning. And it kind of gets backed up the next day, April 14th, Venus squares Saturn at four degrees, Venus in your first house, Saturn now in the house of career. 
you starting to see that there are some relationship blockages that feel spiritually off, that impact you, they don't feel good. This has to do not only with your commitments, but also now your career as well, or people attach your career and it just doesn't make any sense and it makes you feel kind of maybe less than, not that you wanted to, not that you feel like that, not that's your mode of operation, but now you just got to kind of realize there's a loveless situation that you got to cut loose and you need to sort of let this go, right? You have to restore balance because this thing is just too negative to deal with, okay? And it could also just create further blockages in the future so you get that insight. So there's some kind of a breakdown here where you're going to have to make a quick decision. And this energy right here, going back to 11 and 48 numerology, with Mercury being in that 12th house as well, this is where I'm saying to you that if you wanted to speak up, this is your time to speak up. If you wanted to say something, this is your time to say something. Because this Venus square Saturn, you know, it can really bring a release and it can bring sort of a level of independence back if you're paying attention to it because you you don't have to stay stuck. It's the fourth degree, so it's something that's super personal to you, okay? And that's what I'm seeing here with this. Now, at the end of the month, April 21st, Mercury now starts to begin to go retrograde. This is going to stay, or Mercury's going to station at 15 degrees. This is in your 12th house. What is this? 15 degrees, that is you just reassessing and assessing again all month until like, you know, uh, May to understand what you feel like you can open up to. There's a lot of new situations that are coming for you, Gemini, and you got to kind of evaluate what you can open up to because you, at some level, there is this realization or this theme of wanting to stay grounded. This theme is coming in. <laughs> it has to have value to you, you know, not only value in a monetary sense, but also you, you need to feel like it gives you a sense of worth. And so new situations, new ideas, new ways of opening up, these are the types of things that I'm seeing that many of you are going to be reviewing with this particular Mercury retrograde phase. So that's what I'm seeing here. The last thing I'm going to do, uh, Gemini, for today's reading is we are going to be diving into a tarot card. Let's pull one. I haven't done these in a while. And so I was like, let's do it. <laughs> let's dive into it. I want to see what tarot message. And this is something like, what should you focus on? Okay, what should you continue to focus on? Where is the best placement of your energy this month? One more time. Look at that. Emotionally coming back into balance, like we've already said it and here's the card. It just backs it up. The High Priestess is such an amazing a card that has a lot to do with you feeling spiritually solid, you know, within yourself, knowing what to do with your energy, when to do it, when to speak up this month, when not to speak up this month. You're going to have these superpowers that are coming in that you're going to be able to use to your advantage. You know how sometimes like there's an energy wave that comes where plugging into it, we're writing it. We know that that energy is sort of like working really in our favor to get things kind of realigned. And that is what this is about. Even though there's a lot of exciting things that are happening, 
lots of conversations, lots of, you know, energy that is coming into your first house, which the spotlight is kind of on you because you're attracting that into your life at this time. This is also the background of what's going on. The background of what's going on is just that you feel that you are so much stronger. And for many of you, this also has to do with a betrayal situation in the past. That's what I'm seeing, okay? A betrayal situation in the past where someone betrayed you and you being able to feel a sense of triumph over that situation. That's what I'm predicting at the end of the month because look, has to do with the relationship as well. If you're single, this is going to be a really fantastic month to, you know, go into a relationship or, you know, go on dates. If you are in a relationship, okay, um, this is going to be a month where there's sort of a rekindling of your relationship that is happening at a deeper level, understanding each other better. And this has a lot to do with you. It has a lot to do with you stepping it up for yourself in a sense that you need to restore that balance. Anything that's negative in your life right now, it is totally worth cutting it out. You don't even have to think about it anymore, you know, and that's what I'm seeing here. So thank you so much for being here. Um, I absolutely love hearing from you guys. Leave a comment below. Let me know how this month is working for you. You got this. And I'm going to see you in my full moon report about the upcoming Libra full moon. I will see you guys there, okay? Bye.